Blog Talk Radio. Hi, this is Russ Terry, founder and CEO of Life Coach Radio Network. Today's sponsor is Audible.com, a leading provider of spoken audio entertainment and information. Listen to audiobooks whenever and wherever you want. Get a free audiobook when you sign up for a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash lifecoachradio. That's audibletrial.com slash lifecoachradio. And now, here's today's show. Welcome to the Audacity to Shine with Coach Philanda Show here on the Life Coach Radio Network. I am Philanda Johnson, and I am your host and Audacity Coach. I am thrilled to have you here today on our episode entitled The Power of Sisterhoods. I am so excited to have Nadia Plunkett here. Nadia, are you there? I am here. Good morning, good morning. Hi. Good morning, good morning. I am so excited to have Nadia Plunkett here, and we are going to have an incredible conversation today all about the power of sisterhoods. And so I'm going to give you, um, all of our listeners, an introduction to who Nadia is, and then we're going to jump into our really excited conversation today. Nadia has been coaching for over 20 years with a proven track record for helping her clients achieve personal success in various areas of their life. Nadia's raw and authentic approach to ministry has also brought about major breakthroughs in her life, as well as those who she has ministered to and mentored for over 10 years. Her heart is truly in serving others. Nadia holds degrees in paralegal studies, sociology, and business. She's also certified in professional coaching. She's a proud member of the Alpha Sigma Lambda Honor Society for Excellence in Leadership Academics. Nadia's cutting-edge coaching and speaking style ignites a passion within the spirit of all who encounter her. She leaves no room for excuses and is famous for saying, you are entering a no-excuses zone. You walk away with not only the motivation to move forward, but empowered with the tools to help you get real, get clear, and get results. Nadia, welcome to our show. 
Thank you so much, so much, Falanda. I'm so excited to be here this beautiful Saturday morning with you. Yes, it is beautiful, beautiful. So grateful for this day and so grateful yes. for the opportunity for us to connect today. Um, to our listeners, uh, Nadia and I connected not too long ago on an awesome uh, telesummit that we did together. It's called the Liberation Telesummit. And Nadia and I were on that uh, telesummit episode together, and I just felt such a wonderful connection to her um, and an awesome, uh, you know, relationship and power. And so I invited her on our show. So thank you for accepting the invitation. Absolutely. Thank you for extending it. We truly did have just an awesome vibe, and I'm grateful to be able to vibe with you some more. Yes, 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 yes. And so like I shared with listeners, our topic to get today is the power of sisterhoods. And I think this is a really incredible topic and incredible focus, and I'm excited for us to dig in a bit, Nadia. And so in preparation for our show today, I have done some research around sisterhood and the power of sisterhood. Mm-hmm. So I want to start us off with a quote and a, a working definition, and then I would love for us to jump right into our talk today. Awesome, and so, awesome. And And so on an article that I read on uh, HuffPost.com, a beautiful quote says by Bindu, women who understand how powerful they are do not give into envy over meaningless things. They fight to maintain the beautiful bond of the sisterhood. These are the Mm. real women who know that we need each other's love and support to survive in the world. Love is the essence of being a woman. We must be that light of love that seals the bond and unique beauty of our sisterhood. Wow. I love that. <laughs> that, that, that in and of itself is incredibly powerful. I, I feel incredibly the same way. When I powerful. read that quote, I said, wow. I feel like this really captures in my brain what sisterhood yeah. is and what it should be. Um, and so when you think of sisterhood, Nadia, um, how would you define it in your own words? I, I would, um, I tend to be, a, a um, as a creative, a visual person. So I'm going to give you the visual of what I see. I see Got it. Um, women who lock arms with each other and help each other to grow they help to um, cover each other. They help to embrace each other through all of life's challenges, changes, and adversity, and that have an absolute um, feeling of uh, what's the word I want to use? This just a feel, this sisterhood. That this is my sister, and I don't. I'm not in competition with her. If I'm going to elevate, I want her to elevate. And if there's anything that I can do to help her get to the next level, I want to do it. If there's anything I can do to help alleviate a burden, I want to be there to help her do that. And so um, that's. I basically just kind of see just women who are empowered by the fact that there's strength in numbers. And that and really point to that um that that uh, that um statement that that I am my sister. 
Mm-hmm. I love that, what you said. And, and, yeah, I love what you said when you said, if I elevate, I want her to elevate. And I think Absolutely. that's such a powerful intention that the best mm-hmm. sisterhoods that I've experienced in my life are those that exactly what you said, that we're linking arms, that we are you know, existing to empower each other, elevate each other, right. and there's no competition. Um, it right. is me right. and my sister in this together to serve yes. and to win. We all want to win, Absolutely. and we all are able to win when we have that intention and that mindset in mind. I love it, I love it, I love it, I love it. I hope that folks are listening in, and I would like to invite folks who are listening in online to call in. The call-in number is 646-716-9397. Again, that call-in number is 646-716-9397. We're inviting folks to uh, call in, to spread any love, to share any insight that they have around powerful sisterhoods, and also to answer or ask, I should say, us questions. And so keep chatting a bit um, before we uh, tune into some callers. Um, and so, I again, in, in the research that I've done around sisterhoods, uh, they talked about, you know, the qualities of excellent sisterhoods, and they also talk about qualities of not-so-great sisterhoods and tribe relationships. Mm-hmm. When you think about mm-hmm. in your own history in life, what have been the qualities of the women who you really deem to be excellent sisters? The qualities that I see are that um, they're confident in who they are, mm. And then they can also see the qualities in who you are. So even if you're in a position where you don't necessarily recognize your own strength, where you don't necessarily recognize your own abilities, they're able to show that to you and point them out to you. But one of the main things I would definitely have to say is that they are confident in who they are, and they they walk with that that certain essence. They're not um, uh, braggadocious. They're not cocky. Um, they're not conceited. But there's a, a grace in that confidence that they walk with. And to me, that is an amazing strength to be confident, especially in today's society where you know everything is is. is kind of shooting at your confidence and telling you that to be confident is to be all of those other things. Now, I know that there is there is that line where, you know, you can cross over to being, you know, just, just you know, snooty and uppity or whatever it is you want to call it, but there's a grace when you walk with a level of confidence and, and, and you're bold with it. And, and in the right kind of way. And to me, that is so empowering. And that's a that's just walking in the spirit of excellence and then being able to identify that in another sister and not be afraid or not be intimidated to show that to her. Yes. So mm-hmm. what comes up to me when I think about myself and what I think about, you know, what what I love about you and what I pulled from you and in, in, in our connection is there is a strength and an audacity and a boldness in yes. who you are. And I tend to find myself attracted and drawn to the strength in mm-hmm. other women. Yes. And yes. I see 
strengthen other women as a constant model for me on how I can become better and how I can do right. And so when I think about what you shared around, like, that confidence, that strength, essentially you're saying, and from, from, from what I interpret it as, a quality of an ex- excellent sister friend is someone who's able to show up in the world and exist wholeheartedly. Not perfect, mm-hmm. because perfection is not right. the goal, but they're able to show up existing and moving in the world, really truly knowing truly knowing and believing that they are enough, that they're mm-hmm. awesome and fabulous and have magic exactly how they are, and that yes. their fierceness is not diluted by the fierceness of somebody else. Absolutely. And so, right? Right? Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. you know, I find strength in other powerful women, and I believe in the idea that, like, iron sharpens iron. And yes. you know, a you know, I I want to be surrounded by giants. I want to be surrounded around people who are going to motivate me and push me. Um, and in a uh, another article that I read talked about how qualities of an excellent sister friend is someone who shows deep listening, who mm-hmm. can ask curious questions mm-hmm. while seeing you at your highest self, and someone who mm. will call you on your mess. When you are operating, (laughs) right, not in integrity and not in alignment with what you say your values are. Right. Mm. And then someone who can celebrate with you in those moments in your life where you have pushed through and when you have, you know, reached milestones and goals. And then I also believe Mm. when I think about my excellent sisterhood and experiences are people who, when I am sad and when I am down, they are there with me and they're like, Falanza, I know it's tough right now, and I'm going to mourn whatever experience you're mourning right now, but I'm also going to have hope for the future. And I'm going to get you from where you are now to where you need to be. And so they're able to stand with me in that place of emotional turmoil or whatever, but are also able to pick me up and hold me up and help me to see that what's happening today doesn't necessarily um, create or write the final page of my life. Exactly, exactly. And I want to um, just kind of dig a little bit more into something that you mentioned, um, Palanda, in that when you surround yourself with, you surround, you should want to surround yourself with, with people who are going to pull out the best in you. And I was actually just having um, a blab session on last night, and we were talking about that. Uh, that particular area came up, and one of the things that that I, I just in me, and I and I and I applaud that in you as well, is that you're not afraid to tap into the awesomeness of another woman, tap into mm-hmm. her strength to her confidence not in an in an um in a way in which to imitate what she's doing but to pull on some of that juice so that you can take the inspiration that you need to grow and i feel the same way because i want to surround myself with people who are doing or being 
or living at the highest expression of yourself because that's what I yes. want to do. So I may not be in the same field or in the same arena as they are, but just the mere fact that they are showing up and they are existing and that they are releasing their awesome and they're doing it boldly, and I understand that I don't know the behind-the-scenes type of issues that they may be facing, but they're still, I imagine that they're there and they're still showing up. That gives me the impetus to keep pushing. That I want to get there. I want to pull on some of that, that juice. I want to pull on some of that awesomeness to help me become the best me that I can be. And sometimes I feel... In, in a connection where you have um, a sisterhood and, and, and women who connect with each other, that they don't allow themselves to be that vulnerable. They don't allow themselves to be where they can pull on the strength of another woman, but more so they look at that woman operating in her awesomeness, operating in her uniqueness, and they take the wrong impression of it. Rather than tapping into it, you know, well, you know, she thinks she's all that and she's this and that. And I think we need to change that that mindset. We need to change that outlook so that we're not in that place of, looking at somebody as advancing and we're not advancing, but rather to say, you know what, I can take a page out of her book and apply some of the strategies, apply some of the message that she's um, applying to her life, and I can tweak them to make them fit mine so I can begin to get where she is. Yes. (laughs) Now, to my (laughs) listeners, like you are listening into a sister-friend conversation right now, and, you know, Nadia, I I just adore your brain. <laughs> I adore oh, wow. the connection we have. Um, Thank I you. Just, you know, I, I feel like our thinking and our values are so aligned in terms of how yes. we see the world. And it's just, you know, mm-hmm. all, all the things that you were saying resonate with me so so, 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 so much. And what okay. comes to mind is some of Dr. Brene Brown's work uh, to, to listeners who are who are listening in. I would encourage you, if you have not read anything by Dr. Brene Brown, to pick up some of mm. her work. The Gifts of, of Imperfection, Very mm. Greatly, Rising Strong, all of her work is so incredible. And a lot mm. of the premise of her work is around vulnerability. And you talked about mm-hmm. that a little bit. And, you know, I I picked up her work a few years back when I was at a place in my life and my career where vulnerability was something that I thought was something that strong women of color do not do. Mm. And I had to take a really a critical look at myself and my life personally, professionally, and say, who do I want to be wherever I show up? And being Mm. vulnerable and deepening my understanding of what that really means, I honestly believe has helped to change the trajectory of my life in the past three years to make the changes happen in my life that that I've desired to happen. And so I would love to share a quote from Dr. Brene Brown, where she has defined vulnerability. She says that vulnerability is the birthplace of connection and the path to the feeling of worthiness. 
If it doesn't feel vulnerable, the sharing is probably not constructive. Mm. And what I think you brought up that was powerful is, in order for a sister-friend relationship to be powerful, requires a place and a willingness to be vulnerable and to share yourself in a way in order to connect and in order Mm -hmm. for you to increase your understanding of your own worthiness. And so I think that's such a powerful idea and really critical in thinking about at the foundation of powerful sisterhoods is vulnerability. Mm -hmm. Yes. And what Dr. Yes. Brene Brown also talks about in her work is how while you are daring greatly and seeking to be vulnerable, that you need to be selective about the people who are in your tribe or sisterhood mm-hmm. so that you can be your most vulnerable self. And so when you're thinking about uh, the role that you normally play in sisterhoods, and the people that are in your sisterhood tribe, what is what would you say those people represent for you? Hmm. They represent um, oftentimes a different perspective. They also um, represent, um, I have to understand that everybody does not necessarily um, – we don't. We all have differences, and we operate on different levels. And just because I have done something one way, and I'll give you a prime prime example. I'm working with um, uh, on um, a few other sisters with a particular project. I I'm not the lead on the project, but however, um, the person who the um, person who's leading the project or the business venture leans on me a lot, and you know, definitely pulls on and values my expertise and values my opinion, and I, I'm grateful for that. And I'm kind of that person who I will call you I, because I see off the bat as a visionary, as a creative, I see off the bat the. The, once you give me something, I'm going to be able to see where where it can go. And I immediately begin in my head to map out the steps and the strategy for you to be excellent, for you to show up and for you to show out. And sometimes it's hard for me to, and I'm ready to to just say, okay, here's what you need to do. And so, being in the, in a particular in this particular group, it allows me to to understand that sometimes other people take a little bit longer to catch on and to hmm. break down their walls because they've had different things happen to them. They've been in different groups. They've connected with different people. They've been slighted. And so it's hard for them to necessarily break down those walls and begin to, um, although they're seeking your your input and, your, and you know, and you, me as the person who sees and I automatically understand I'm grasping your awesomeness and I just want you to get there. So for me, they represent me pacing myself. They represent a new perspective, and they represent me pacing myself in in understanding that um, although I have overcome many of my walls and I have overcome a lot of my vulnerability, and, of course, I still have some, and I still have, you know, there's times when I'm still up, you know, and I'm, you know, guarded and things like that, but I've let go of a lot of that to allow myself to grow, and it helps me to realize that everybody has their own pace that they need to go at and get there. 
So I would definitely say would perspective definitely and pacing are what they really I represent love it. to me. And that helps me to be a, a better person also because it helps me to understand the dynamics of other people. I love it. I love it. And I think that's a beautiful segue into another question that I mm-hmm. wanted to dig into of the benefits of a sisterhood in, in, in tribe. And I think you, you already expressed one definition or one, I should say, benefit of an alternative perspective being shared. Are there any other benefits yes. that you believe exist from sisterhoods? There are tons and tons and tons of benefits, just the, the camaraderie. When you realize that um, it, as individuals and, and as we see our sisters, you know, going about their daily lives, whether they work a nine-to-five or they have families, one of the greatest things that I'm realizing is that a lot of us, a lot of our sisters don't know the, our value. They don't know mm-hmm. their own work. And and they're hiding behind masks. They're hiding behind the mask of their careers. They're hiding behind the mask of their businesses. They're hiding behind the mask of their families, their marriages, and, and, and all these different things and all these different titles, and they're hurting inside. And sometimes it takes a sister who has been there, who can identify it and be there to nurture. So one of the benefits of, of having a sisterhood, a genuine sisterhood, is that you have somebody there, Like and even you, you um, mentioned it earlier, who can hold you up when you're at your lowest, who can tell you to, you know, help you to brush off and to get back in the saddle. So there's nurturing involved. There's um, a deep connection and a deep bond because sometimes you, you need that person person or that group of people that you can be transparent with, that you can share your your mess with, and you know that they're not necessarily going to be your yes men or your yes girls, but they're going to they're going to, if you have a part in it, they're going to tell you you know what that was that was on you that was your foul, and 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 but uh, yeah, I still love you, but I can't allow you to stay there, you know. So there's that that bond that needs to be had. I need to feel safe. So one of the benefits mm. of a great is having the ability to feel safe and be and, and, and be transparent in with that person and know that I'm not going to be judged. And I think that's a I huge thing it. for a lot of people. You know, so those are just some of the benefits, but there's this huge benefits. There's that there's, the bond of sisterhood itself is amazing. Yes. Yes. When I when mm-hmm. I think about the benefits of sisterhoods, and I've been so blessed, and I say this often, I've been so blessed to have incredible women in my life at very critical stages of my life. And so Mm -hmm. I have sister friends that I still connect with from, you know, growing up in New York City. Um, like Taisha mm-hmm. and Kike Lomo, who, like, we were always together in high school. And what they represented for me um, and the benefit I got from that relationship was, you know, love, understanding, and a willingness to help me to see, like, the potential despite challenges that mm-hmm. I was going through. I think right. about my sister friends from college when I went to, to Trinity University, um, my sisters like Sophia and Karen, and those women, like, we bonded over our faith, 
over Christianity, and we started a, mm-hmm. a Christian organization at our college and university, and we were bonded around our understanding of faith and what that meant. Right. And we bonded around the resilience to make it through college. Like, no woman left behind was our thought of, like, we're going to get to and through college. There's no other option. I think about my my sister friends when I did Teach for America in Houston, women like Evan and Danielle um, and Ebony, who were there when I was first going into the world, my first real experience of what it meant to be a woman. And we bonded around the fact that we knew no one in the city. We bonded around the fact of what does it mean to be a teacher? How hard is this work? Um, You know, I'm away from family. How do I remain Mm -hmm. inspired in the midst of challenges and perseverance no matter what? And then I think about the women in my in my sisterhood now, you know, when I work for KIPP, women like Alicia and Sharice um, and Makia, so many women who, as a principal, have supported me in saying, you know, this work is hard, but it's worth it, and helping right. me to be okay with being authentic and vulnerable, even mm-hmm. when um, I don't necessarily want to be. Um, and so right. I'm just surrounded around so so, so, so many people, um, you know, I think about on a daily basis, my, my vice principals that I'm surrounded uh, surrounded around, um, Khadijah and Summer and how we're, you know, collectively striving every day to be excellent for the children and families that we serve. And then in my new walk around, you know, starting my company and coaching, the women like you, Nadia, who I've created relationships yes. and bonds with, who... Yes. You know, the benefit from our relationship is when I am scared to try new things that seem new and, and scary, you know, I, I think about how you encouraged me and you have inspired me to yes. keep going uh, and, and to pursue new things, even when stuff mm-hmm. is scary. And so I, I am just so grateful for all of the women that have been blessed to be in my life um, because you know, no one can do this work alone. No one can, you know, live I mean, out their life purpose alone. And, it, you know, I, I absolutely believe that people are sent to help us along the journey and help us along the yes. path. And how yes. can we tune in, be vulnerable, see vulnerability not as a weakness but as a, a showing of courage in order yes. to connect and show up in order to – become our better selves and you know what what I honestly believe in the foundation of of you know my my coaching practice and my work is that when we like move past our own fear and when we desire to shine our mere presence liberates others and so in the midst of being vulnerable in the midst of seeing sisterhoods as not something scary or not something that's a power struggle or a competition, we're able to shine bright so that our sister next to us shines bright as well. Oh, exactly. I I am so in love with this conversation right now, Nadia. Yes. I am so in love. I want to make yes. sure that if there are any listeners out there who would like to uh, tune in to share any love, um, and also to ask any questions that they are that they had the opportunity to do so, the number to call in is six four six seven one six nine three nine seven. Again, that number is six four six seven one six 
888-646-9397. We're going to take a quick little musical break. We're going to uh, tune into some callers. And, you know, an important sisterhood that I forgot to name are the actual sisters that I have in my life, Mariah and Del mm-hmm. And I'm excited when we come back to tune in and have my own sister, Um, call in and tune in with us. So quick musical break, and we will be back soon. Hello, we are back from our quick break, and I'm going to tune in my very own beautiful, amazing sister, Mariah. Mariah, are you there? Mariah? Oh, no, I think I dropped a call. Well, I'm going to ask that Mariah call back in so we can tune in with her. Nadia, are you there? I am here. Awesome. So my sister is going to call back, and but we're going to keep talking in the interim. And, again, we're inviting callers to call in to share their thoughts. So another question, Nadia, for you until my sister calls back in is, you know, the, the not-so-exciting part of the combo. So what do you mm-hmm. think are some qualities of, you know, not-so-great uh sisterhoods or sisterhood experiences that you have had? Um, I would definitely say when you enter into a sisterhood and there is a lack of support, the whole premise, I believe, of building a tribe or building um, a sisterhood is so that you can support and be supported. And so if it's one-sided, then that's, you know, that's not really fair and it's not really the essence of sisterhood. So if there's a lack of support there, if you feel like you're only one um, or there's only, you know, there may be ten people in the group and only two or three people actually are promoting each other and, and serving each other and, and supporting each other, then it's, it, you know, it's, it's not a real good um, situation. So definitely there's a lack of support. Um, another thing is that if there, if any of the sisters are just kind of um, in that space where they are kind of throwing shade. And when I say throwing shade in the sense of they're throwing around their their clout. They're throwing around their weight, but they're at the same time belittling you for where you are. That is definitely yes. not what sisterhood is about at all. And there's been many times when, you know, I've experienced both of those spectrums where, you know, you're I'm I'm naturally a nurturer and a server because I, I like I said, I always see the, the best in people and I, I choose to see other people see that in themselves. And I'm always willing to help somebody else get the next step up. But then you have people who uh, will pull on you, will pull on what you've got going on and, and, and they will tap into that but they won't reciprocate. And then when they get to the where they wanna be, then you know, it's almost like a clout to them and it's like, Well, you know, I'm here and you're there you know, you're beneath me kind of thing. And that's that's not what a sisterhood should be about at all. That's that's totally going against the whole sisterhood. <laughs> you know, it doesn't even match up. 
So if you find yourself, I believe, in a situation where you have a network or a group of um, ladies that you're surrounding yourself with, you find that, you know, you're not being supported. I wouldn't stay in a situation like that. You know, I don't care who it is or how much you love the person or how much you feel like you're bonded to them. If you're not being supported, it should be, you know, I support, you support. We all support. Yeah, and and as we alluded to, and as we spoke about earlier, you know, if I elevate, you should be elevating. You know, and uh, the only reason why you should not be elevating is if you're not doing the work. But if, as long as I know that in my heart, and I'm giving you the tools, I'm sharing with you, I'm I'm encouraging you, and I'm just now. It's up to you to actually take some of that, and do some of the work. But it can't be where you know I'm just flying, and you know I'm not even dropping crumbs, you know, for you. That's not good. Mhm. 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 Yeah. And I, you know, I think back to the times when I've had to have a difficult conversation with the sister friend when there was an experience mm-hmm. happening that wasn't serving me, and that required mm-hmm. courage, and that required me to really name when. Whatever our interaction or how we were communicating wasn't benefiting me. Tough to do Mm -hmm. that. And so I would love for us to just think about and share with listeners who might be in this situation, you know, what are some strategies to use to have that critical yet important conversation with the sister friend if you find Mm -hmm. yourself in the place in a position where the relationship is not serving you, and instead of elevating you, it's making you feel as though you aren't um, able to operate in alignment with your life purpose. And so what strategies Mm -hmm. or advice would you give someone who is trying to figure out how do I navigate a bad sisterhood relationship in order Mm -hmm. either to A, switch it to make it good, or to end the the relationship altogether? Right. So definitely the first thing going in, as with any partnership or any relationship, you have to understand that you go into that into that relationship, into that sisterhood, into that um that connection as a whole person. So first off, you have to value yourself. You have to know your worth, you have to know your value, and you have to have a standard that you will not allow someone else to tear down. And you have to I believe that you have to weigh the value of the relationship. You have mm-hmm. to identify whether or not it's is it a salvable relationship. Maybe it's the other person that's not really realizing sometimes. You know, and, and it can happen. They, people can get caught up in what they've got going on, and, and different things will cause different behaviors to manifest, and, and people will go one-sided and not necessarily realize that they're acting in a certain way. So the first thing definitely would have to be that you have to value yourself enough to actually say something or to make that determination, whether to say something or just, just you know, gracefully bow out. The next thing mm-hmm. you have to definitely um, weigh, the, weigh the relationship, weigh the patterns of what has been going on. If this is something where, you know, all of a sudden things have been going great and now you see this shift and this turn and, you know, your sister friends and are, you know, acting kind of strange and, you know, leaving you out of different things or you just feel like you feel slighted, you have to value that relationship or, you know, weigh the value of that relationship. Except this is something different. I'm going to approach it because this does not seem right. And you have to be okay with whichever way that conversation goes. And when I say that, 
Either that person is going to like, oh, wow, you know, I didn't even realize that I was doing that. Yes, I've been under some stresses or, you know, different changes, and I didn't realize. I apologize. Or you're going to realize that that person's going to say, well, you know, this is who I am, and, and, and blah, 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 take it or leave it. You have to be okay with either way and know mm-hmm. that your value has to come first. Your value, you have to know your worth. And then so you just have to weigh those two things, I think, are the primary things, knowing your value and not allowing anybody to tear that down and having mm-hmm. the confidence to say the, to, to say something, having that boldness and that confidence because not saying something is, is agreeing to all So if you yeah. don't open up your mouth, if you don't make a move, then you're agreeing with that behavior. We, we have to understand that we teach people how to treat us. And mm-hmm. so in saying or not saying, you're giving the cues as to how that person is supposed to interact with you or to connect with you. Mhm. Mhm. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. What also is coming to mind for me is uh from again the this Huffington Post article. In the in the in the article it says the biggest gift you can give any person is to listen and allow them to express whatever comes up for them without passing any judgment or interrupting them. We all crave to be heard and seen. And I think that's so powerful here when we think about this situation and think about how we think about fixing sisterhoods that are serving us and ones that aren't. And I think what this quote also suggests is, like, creating the space where you can share when things aren't serving you and then creating a space for that sister friend to share her own experience. And so if it doesn't feel right for you more times than not, it probably doesn't feel right to your sister friend as well. And so creating mm-hmm. a space where you can have that honest dialogue and where you're coming in, you know, with a willingness to hear and to be heard. And so I think when right. you're coming in with that mindset in mind and with the goal in mind of, like, you know, I would love to save this sisterhood relationship and allow it to continue to benefit the both of us, but being honest, and courageous and vulnerable are critical components of having that conversation in order to yield something that's going to both benefit you but also benefit your sister. Um, And so Mm -hmm. I think that's really powerful um, and important as well. And so what I would love for us to do, Nadia, next is we're going to have another short musical break. And when we come back, we're going to do, as we prepare to close up our show, um, we're going to jump into two of my favorite components, which is the audacity challenge and shine questions. And so folks who are listening in, uh, while we have a musical break, please grab a pen and some paper and have that handy for the second part of the show where you will be given an exciting challenge if you decide to to take me up on the offer to continue to think about how you can strengthen uh, your relationships and sisterhoods that you might have, and then to also jump in and hear from Nadia her answers to our shine questions. We'll be back in a moment.
Hello and welcome back to our show, The Audacity to Shine with Coach Philanda. Our episode today is all about the power of sisterhoods, and I am excited again to have Nadia Plunkett here, and we're going to jump into my favorite part of the show, which is The Audacity Challenge. And so today's challenge is all about gratitude. For folks who know me, they know that I love Dr. Brene Brown's work, uh, Daring Greatly, Rising Strong, the Gifts of, the gifts of Imperfection. And what she talks about a lot in her book, uh, The Gifts of Imperfection, is cultivating gratitude and joy. According to Dr. Brene Brown, gratitude is a concept that most of us are familiar with. It is the state of being grateful or thankful. Oftentimes, gratitude is, is expressed as a feeling or state of being, but how does one feel or get to the state of gratitude? There's tons of different research out there that points to things that people can do. Some suggest keeping your gratitude journal. Some suggest me- meditating daily, uh, doing gratitude art. Today, the audacity challenge for my listeners is to simply pick up the phone and call a sister friend who has had such an incredible impact on your life and sharing with them all the things about them that you are grateful for and thankful for. And so I've shared a bit of gratitude earlier in our show and want to open up time now for Nadia to share gratitude out there as part of our Audacity Challenge to a sister friend that she believes has had such an incredible impact on her life. So, Nadia, what's your gratitude shout-out and celebration today? I celebrate my sister friend, my sister from another mister, The Oh, my goodness, the awesome, awesome prophetess Beverly Slaughter Jordan. This woman is so amazing. She has a boldness and such a calm about her spirit. She operates with such power and such dignity and class. And she has, um, she's actually, she just, um, Buried. Her husband had passed a little over two weeks ago, and the level of grace that my sister operates in is so amazing that it inspires me. It completely inspires me. Even um, she, um, she was a caretaker for her husband who was ill for quite some time, and in her silent strength, in her, in all of the the. Um, the weight that had been placed on she has shown me, and there's often times I say, you know what, I, I tell her I love her every day, right? But there's some the, the lessons that she does not necessarily speak are the lessons that speak the loudest to me. And for that, I, I am so grateful for her. And I just want to shout out Prophetess Beverly Slaughter Jordan today. I celebrate my sister girl. She is my rock, and she'll tell you that I'm her rock, but she doesn't really know how how much of my rock she really is. And so I'm grateful for her in my life. Awesome. Well, we salute your sister friend today and for all of her awesomeness and for what it sounds like to be operating in alignment to God's calling. And so I I second your celebration to her um, and send mm-hmm. gratitude and love to her as well. 
for mm-hmm. our listeners. I encourage you and hope that you will join into our Audacity Challenge for this show, which is to pick up the phone, call your sister friend, and just thank them for all that they are and all that they have been in your life. A beautiful um, formula uh, or way to think about gratitude is here. Practice plus thankfulness equals gratitude. So please join me today in being and showing gratitude. Nadia, are you still there? I am here. I am excited for our last part of our show before we close out and end, unfortunately, today, which is our shine questions. And so for our listeners tuning in, every show I will be asking my guests these awesome shine questions that are aligned to the values of the Audacity to Shine show with Coach Philanda. And so, Nadia, you are our first guest, and so I, we're going to go ahead awesome. and start your questions now. <laughs> so, okay, Nadia, first, <laughs> what does freedom mean to you? Mm. Freedom to me means me releasing my awesomeness without intimidation, without barriers, without hindrances, and just free to operate and be all that God called me to be unapologetically. That was awesome. I love it, I love it, I love it. (laughs) Nadia, finish this sentence. You are here on earth too. I am here on earth to be a purpose pusher, a catalyst for change. Um, I am here to to show other women, I believe, their awesomeness and push them to releasing their God-given gifts and tap into the purposes, the plan, and the promises of God for their life. Finish this sentence. I am grateful for... Mm, I am grateful for so many things. I'm grateful for my faith, for my trust in God. I'm grateful for my family, for my children. I'm grateful to be in a space where I can meet awesome people, where we can vibe, where we can bounce ideas, where I can feel free, again, to be just me and allow them to be who they are. How do you keep the faith despite challenges? I have to stay grounded. I stay in the word. I stay in prayer. I stay in connection to God um, because there are definitely challenges. So I have to stay connected. I have to stay plugged in. And I, and I surround myself with people who also feel the same way, who stay plugged in. So even when I'm when I'm slipping, that they can hold me up. So I definitely, um, my faith is important to me. Um, I, stay, I have to stay rooted and grounded. And I know that sometimes you don't necessarily um, feel like being rooted and grounded, so for those times, I make sure that I surround myself with people who are rooted and grounded, who can cover me at those I love it. And our last question, what truth do you know for sure? <laughs> oh, I love this one. I know for sure that if God be for me, who can be against me? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Absolutely. 
I yes. would love to thank folks who are either tuning in live or listening into the recorded podcast for tuning in to the Audacity to Shine show with Coach Philanda. I would love to thank my sister friend, Nadia Plunkett, for joining us today. Nadia, how can our listeners stay connected to you, and how can they learn more about you? Absolutely. You can definitely follow me on uh, Instagram, connect with me on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn, all under Nadia Plunkett or at Nadia Coaches. Um, you can also email me at info at Nadia Plunkett Enterprises as well. And you can join my uh, email list to stay abreast of anything that, that I'm doing in the event or get in touch with me concerning uh, group or private coaching by visiting bit.ly, bit.ly forward slash Nadia Plunkett. And that will take you to my site where you can sign up for newsletters and things of the sort. Um, I also have a free gift for any one of the listeners who would like to power up their productivity and be able to tackle their to-do list like a boss and actually um, get rid of the overwhelming feeling of the to-do list and actually um, get some clarity on how to actually accomplish things. So you can definitely um, grab a free copy of the Productive Power-Up List by going to bit.ly forward slash productive list and that's capital P and capital L. So productive list all together with a capital P and a capital L. And Nadia, I know you have a book as well. Tell them about this awesome book that you have. Oh yes, thank you so much. I just um I have a I actually have two books. One book is Declare Purpose in Your Life, which is a compilation of motivating and encouraging words. And it's really packed full of those kind of um words that those those uh something that you needed somebody to say to you to get you back on track that encouraging that really motivates you that puts the juice back in your in your tank and helps you to make it through the day to help you to push forward and that is um again declare purpose in your life and you can definitely order that by going to bit.ly forward slash declare purpose capital d and capital p and my second book um, that I actually just released is a self-coaching workbook, and it's called The New You, The Everyday Woman's Guide to Personal Elevation. And I am a firm believer that in anything that you do before you set out on that venture of getting into a relationship, starting a business, going into ministry, um, whatever the case is, starting a new career, you are the foundation. You are the vehicle that is going to cause um, that, that connection or whatever it is that you're embracing to either thrive or survive. So if the foundation is not there, if it's not um, if it's not a sound foundation, then you have you're not building properly. So this book is a is a guide that'll walk you through personal elevation and setting the foundation. It's a great workbook. I actually use it in my one on one um, coaching clients, but I've turned it into an um, uh, into a platform where you can use it to self-coach is written in a way in which you actually feel like I'm right there walking you through the process. Um, it definitely digs deep and causes you to think and it causes you to be transparent with yourself so that you can begin to achieve that personal elevation and identify any blockages that, that you have built up or that have been placed there that are keeping you from releasing your awesome 
questions that you I can order it. directly. Send me an email at info at Nadia Plunkett Enterprises to place that order. I love it, Nadia. I love it. Before we officially close out, are there any last words uh, about our topic today that you would like our listeners to, to take away? Absolutely. I believe that um, as much as we're talking about sisterhood, that a lot of people are kind of, you know, leery. They've been in these relationships and in these, in these groups, and they've connected with people, and it may have left a bitter taste in their mouth. But I want to encourage the listeners today that the bond of sisterhood is an amazing bond. When you find the right people, when you find the right sisters, there is strength in numbers. When you can collaborate, when you can connect, when you can laugh and you can cry and you can celebrate together. It's an amazing experience. So if you have been in a situation where you know, I've done that and I don't think I want, I just want to be alone, and no man is an island. We all need somebody. So I encourage you to find your tribe, to find your sisterhood that supports you and that you can support. I love it. I love it. Nadia, I adore you. Uh, thank you so oh. much for deciding to be on our show today, on my show today. Mm-hmm. To my listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope that you found this past hour to be engaging and enlightening, and I hope that you found it to be food for your soul. I am Philanda Johnson. I am your audacity and leadership coach and host, and I look forward to seeing you all on our third show, yay, on Saturday, April 2nd, again from 10 to 11 Eastern Standard Time. On that show, I will have Jill Bullock joining me. Our topic on that day will be choosing to be fabulous. Jill Bullock is an incredible person, an author and founder of Detour Movement, and we will be talking about how women can empower themselves as they make choices to be aligned in their life to their life's purpose and God's purpose. And so this show will be awesome. Please make make sure to tune in or listen in to the recording later on to all of my listeners. For more information on the Life Coach Radio Network, please visit lifecoachradionetworks.com. For more information on me or on our show, please visit my website at www.philandajohnson.com. Again, that address is www.philandajohnson.com. Thank you for listening, and until next time, be you and shine bright.